repaying me. I ain't doing any more work until you give me what I deserve. But first things first, nigga, fuck you, pay me. Until you're giving me what I'm worth. I ain't doing any more work until you give me what I deserve. No one makes you ever have all that power. When most of us at the bottom on the got empty dreams and a dollar. Welcome to the Happy Hour Open Mic here at Mutiny Radio, usually hosted by the Pamtastic, but she's uh, going to be doing some shows in Chinatown tonight, which is exciting, on St. Patrick's Day. All right, yeah, so um, I am the Candyman here at Mutiny Radio, I am excited to be your host for tonight. Um, everyone's going to get four minutes, and then at, when you have one minute left, I'll hit this guy right here, this is my my favorite thing to do i love it when pam does it i'll try to do it on a punchline, uh, but we got a nice uh we got a l nice list tonight we'll see who uh, who actually makes it out i'm thinking that maybe some people got to drink in here pretty pretty soon in the day since it is a holiday is Raphael here there he is right there all right please welcome your first comedian of the night we got Raphael coming up here well you got a you got a more of a name than that Raphael Wolfgang Reed there. How we doing everybody? Yes. Stand up comedy. This is what stand up's all about. Love stand up. I like stand up a lot. I like stand up a lot, but uh stand up's really hard, you know? And it's hard because timing is everything. Yeah. You know? timing is really everything. I'll give you an example. This is this is a joke I wrote the other day. Um Is it gay to have sex with a trans woman? Timing is everything. <laughs> Timing is everything. Yes, yes, it is. Um, so uh, I saw something really crazy the other day. Um, I was walking down the street in San Francisco, and I was walking past a park, and I saw something really wild in the park. I saw a bunch of kids playing in the park, and I saw a pedophile. I saw a pedophile in the park. Just wait, it gets better. No, I saw a pedophile in the park. <laughs> and I was the only one who saw him. No one else noticed him. I was the only one who, who really saw him. And no, I wasn't looking at myself. Ha ha. 
Uh, I wasn't looking at myself. No, I was looking through my binoculars. But, uh... <laughs> and it was bullshit. I was the only one who saw him, and I was the only one who saw through his disguise. He had the shittiest disguise ever. All he did was he just, instead of giving out ice cream from his white van, he was just giving out candy from his ice cream truck. And I was like, what the fuck? How didn't I think of that? It's crazy. <laughs> it's fucking wild. Because like, that's what we tell kids, right? Like, don't accept candy from strangers, right? But if it's ice cream, go, run, go, go, go get him, go get him. It, it's worth the risk. Give me a fudgicle. That's what we tell them, right? That's what we <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What the fuck kind of perverted loophole is that? You know what I mean? <laughs> Seriously. You don't even have to, like, it's so easy. Like, because with the van, you got to you know, pull up, you got to open up the door, skirt, and put a bag on his head. With an ice cream truck, you just li you literally just stick out a popsicle, and it's like catching tuna. Just as soon as he grabs on, you just... Just fucking throw them over your head. Boom. Stick them in the freezer, you know? <laughs> it's irresistible for the pedophile, not for not for me. <laughs> you know what's actually really weird about it, though? You know what's actually the really weird thing? Is it seems like they don't. It seems like they don't. I've actually never heard of I like an ice cream man diddling kids. I've never actually heard of it. I have heard of kids who go missing. Which, I mean, when you really consider how fucking easy it would be, you have to assume that some of those kids are in my new ice cream truck. So. <laughs> and the other reason you don't hear about it is, uh, who's going to complain after ice cream? I mean, really, okay, that's the end of the bit. That's the end of that one. That's five minutes of pedophile jokes brought to you by yours truly. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Gonna going to move on to something a little... More lighthearted here. <coughs> Hot sauce is a lot like a child. If you touch it with the tip of your penis, you're in a lot of trouble. <laughs> okay. <yeah, that> was <laughs> Probably shouldn't have doubled. That was not a good time to double down. It's okay. It's okay. Sometimes doubling down is, is good. Sometimes that works. Sometimes that works. But uh, let's see. Let's see. So um, I'm going to tell you guys a little story about my childhood. Uh, when I was a kid, I really liked the word pop. I was kind of a weird kid. I liked the word pop. I thought it was a fun word, you know? Like, uh, popcorn is way more fun than corn, right? And a popsicle is way cooler than a sickle, yeah? And a pop is way cooler than no dad. <laughs> That's not funny. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, that's true. I didn't have a dad. Girl. I did have a single mom, though. Good up for single moms, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! Yes! Love single moms. Single moms are awesome. My mom was dope. My mom was a small business owner, which was really cool, but it would have been way cooler if it was a mom and pop shop, you know what I mean? <laughs> Rolls off the tongue a little better than just a mom failing business, you know? <laughs> she wasn't a small business owner. We were just poor. It's okay. <laughs> it's all right, guys. It's all right. <laughs> um, so, uh, you know, I like, I'm new to San Francisco. I like San Francisco a lot. It's really cool around here, but uh, San Francisco is a little tough. There's a lot of, like, very, very woke people. And th sometimes they say things that, like, really put you down. You know what I mean? Like, the other day I was talking to this woman, and she wanted me to learn about male privilege. She goes, do you know what male privilege is? Male privilege is when a couple is trying to have a child, and the woman gets pregnant. The man has a nine-month head start to abandon the kid. That's male privilege. I know. I was like, Jesus, Mom, take it easy. Why, why God, why would you say that to me? <laughs> My mom can be so woke sometimes, you know? <laughs> anyway, uh, that is my time. My name is Raphael Wolfgang. Thank you, guys. Give it up for your host, everybody. Yes. Mm -hmm.
All right, one more time for Raphael Wolfgang. It's a great way to lead it off here tonight on a St. Patrick's Day. Why did the leprechaun go outside to sit on his patio? Oh, I don't know. That was very funny, but uh, yeah. Um, let me try a little bit of jokes. You know, the I've been hanging out with a lot of uh, vegetarians and you guys know what the difference between a vegan and a vegetarian is? One of them has friends. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> the vegan one. All right, we got a very awesome lineup here. Uh, up next here, we have um, we have somebody that works here with us at uh, Muni Radio as the marketing director. Very exciting to, to welcome her to the stage. Please welcome up here Emily Rudolph. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Is anybody doing anything fun uh, after this? No. Drinking. Yeah, that's probably what we're going to do, too. Did you guys know you're actually celebrating me today? Yeah, they say that having red hair is like being a four-leaf clover, um, that it's lucky. They lied. Having red hair and not having freckles is lucky uh, because we're both genetic anomalies. Um, <laughs> that's why they call us gingers, though. You know, some people are into it, but most people just think we're kind of gross. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, being a tall woman is similar, right? It's, it's, it's kind of weird, especially with dating. Like, if you're not a supermodel, being tall as a woman has a lot of disadvantages. Um, there are some things about it that I've come to appreciate over time, though, right? Like, I can shop for shoes in the men's section. Um, most guys can't look down my shirt. Right, and there is a 90% chance that I'm taller than any potential attacker on the street, but I'm also just slightly too tall to make eye contact during a blowjob. You know, I have to like get under it, just like. So um, I'm working on that face. I like that one better, but I want to like really commit. That's not enough. So, <laughs> but um, what else? There was something else I wanted to try that has to do with that. Oh no, I wanted to do this first. I keep reordering stuff. Let's see. Okay, so I wanted to tell you guys a story about college, right? So tall girl idea that I'm like trying to work out in this in this little series of jokes comes from this story about <laughs> this is true. I was in college and I had been like I had met this guy on the internet kind of through Facebook, right? And um, we only saw each other at parties when we were really drunk. And I once was just like, all right, I'm ready to make a move. And um, I ran up to him and like said something stupid while drunk. And when he rejected me, not if he rejected me, uh, drunk me just decided to go, why? Um, and he looked back at me kind of afraid. And he just went, you're too tall, and ran into another room of the party. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> being a tall woman is, is just, it's like that. You know what I mean? Like everything that I do, it just makes it a little bit more awkward. You know what I mean? Like. Regular sized women are just out there all like cute and petite like hey and I'm just like lumbering around in life like Hagrid in a hobbit house like squeezing through every tight space on my lifelong quest to find pants that cover my ankles. Um, <laughs> so I was uh, I was at Victoria's Secret the other day um, and I was looking at bodysuits which is also a challenge given the information you now have about me. And uh, I was standing there looking at one of those bondage style ones, you know, like they have all the slits and the straps that make you wonder where the nipple's supposed to go. Um, 
And this Victoria's Secret girl comes walking over to me, and she's all cute and good at her job, and she's got her boobs pushed up and a fanny pack, and she's just like, hey, you know, in her regular-sized girl voice. And she's just like, picture how you'd feel, you know? Just how beautiful is this bodysuit? Just think of how good you'd feel in front of your significant other. So sexual, so alluring. And she's like describing a fine chocolate to me. And what she doesn't know is I just got there after two boxes of buy one, get one pork buns by myself, not with him. And like all I could, <laughs> thank you. All I could think about is just like being curled up in some awkward position during sex like a flesh burrito and skin popping all out of the little out of like all the little holes, you know, like the side of your great aunt's thighs from beneath a lawn chair. Um, all right, that's all I got. Happy St. Patrick's Day. That was fun. Describing me like a fine chocolate. That's great. Really fun. You know what as I uh I started watching porn for the first time in a while. And it's um it's really nice to see that step families are getting along again. <laughs> yeah. I was borrowed from Daniel um Lewis. I don't know if you guys know him. Uh yeah, so yeah, we're gonna keep the economy going. The next person I'm gonna welcome up to the stage hosts a, a trivia um at Bear Bottle Brewery on Tuesdays. You should check it out. It's so much fun. It was a freaking massive rager when I went there. There were so many people there, I could have crowd surfed them. It was really fun. So, yeah, please welcome to the stage. We got your next comedian, uh, Anthony Mitchell. All right, make some noise for Anthony. Uh, I don't know if you guys follow the news or not. You don't know what I'm going to say. What do you think? Oh, you don't follow? I'm here to learn you something. So uh, the politicians in San Francisco, they're talking about giving out uh, reparations to black people. Right, yeah. Another thing about $5 million per person. And that's crazy. $5 million per person. And that's crazy. I mean, if that passes, I'm going to start doing blackface again. black bartender like that so <laughs> uh not sure if you guys saw a lot of trains trains aren't doing well these days uh just the other month a uh, train in palestine ohio uh completely toppled over and you know they're not going to get any uh so sort of money from the government because it wasn't in israel ohio then a uh Two trains in Greece collided two months ago. In San Francisco, we just call that docking. There you go. Thank you. And it is weird when you think about all the trains in the United States uh, toppling over. Like, you think they would have it figured out by now. Especially when you know that Pete Buttigieg is in, is in charge of the transportation department. You know where I'm going with this. Huh? Well, you'd think the trains would be running smoothly when you have a guy from the military. You know what I'm talking about. Uh, Silicon Valley Bank is going defunct. How do we feel? Ooh, have you no empathy for these people? I mean, they might lose their second house on this. 
Do you imagine while when all these tech bros can't blackmail their maids? Or even worse, send their kids to public schools? My God. And a lot of the uh, the reason why Silicon Valley is going defunct is because of a lot of uh, woke decisions based on like equity and diversity. So uh, a good rule of thumb if you want to be successful in business is you got to be just a little bit racist. Not Jim Crow racist, like Jimmy Fallon racist. Like wear bla blackface and uh, tell jokes that no one wants to hear. So I'm halfway there. And this earlier today, a bunch of, a brand of strawberries have been recalled because of a case of hepatitis breaking out after people eat the strawberries, which is great. And that can trick my girlfriend into explaining why she's going to get hepatitis. Now I just have to uh, trick her into eating a strawberry. And boy, is she going to have a silly look on her face when she gets a black eye for giving me hepatitis. All right, that sucked. Give it up for your host. Wow. One more time for Anthony. Trivia guy. Yeah, so my um my girlfriend she started, you know, poking holes in my condoms and the condom. And so I, I started putting uh plan B in her oatmeal. Yeah, so that's worked out. All right, please welcome next to the stage we have Johnny Nutson here. Did I say it right? I've seen this guy here before. You're freaking hilarious. This is going to be great. Just knocked a picture off, so sorry to the wall. Yeah, it's all the same. No one's like, <laughs> yeah. All right, thanks, Brady. Yeah. What's up? I've been seeing like a lot of driverless cars, you know? I saw one the other day just blaring that song, Promiscuous, and no one was in it. What the hell is going on here? <laughs> Like these things drive pretty weird, but it's a fantastic sense of music. <laughs> you know? Great goddamn song. I saw one at Ocean Beach just like taking in the view, you know? You know, like as one does, probably masturbating alone in his car. Alright, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know. My mom texted me something weird the other day. She said, um, Ethical Capital, which is like a VC company, bought Pornhub. My mom texted me this. She's like, That sounds like the setup for a for a joke. And I think, like, the joke is, why is my mom texting me about Pornhub? I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's a better joke, but that was the first thing that came to mind. It was really weird. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I've been going to the gym, you know, and uh, I've been, like, big on the elliptical recently because I got these, like, fucked up knees. And I, like, feel so embarrassed on the elliptical, you know. Uh, but I feel like I oscillate between embarrassment and just sizing guys up, just being like, say something, you know? Like, fucking say something. Because I got a fucking army of middle-aged women, just a row of 20 of us, and we'll, uh, we'll come at you, you know? That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't mean to brag, but the ladies, are they've been calling me the Stairmaster guy, you know? <laughs> It's pretty easy. All you got to do is stare at them while they work out and then not come to that gym ever again. I feel like I look like a guy that stares at women at gyms. 
which is it's hard not to though <laughs> you know you're just like I feel like I focus too much on not staring on at women in gyms. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I like working out though. Or <laughs> I like I like cardio more than working out. Um, I gotta look at the old note card. Uh, people always ask me if I have an accent. You know, I think I don't think I have an accent. I think I'm just dumb. I think <laughs> I think this is just what I sound like. You know, I did do a 23 in me, and it turns out that you're supposed to not come into the vial. They want your saliva. So, <laughs> thanks, Brady. <laughs> That's stupid. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, uh, I'm bald, you know, and I live with my parents. So, uh, that's pretty tight, you know? I feel like you're going to live with your parents. Um, you shouldn't live with your parents if you're bald, you know? That's what I'm saying. I don't recommend it. Because when Google figures out this, it's like, we're going to radicalize that fucker, you know? So I'm just out here, like, <laughs> trying to fucking hijack my algorithm, you know, to not give me far-right stuff. And uh, it's working. <laughs> no, I'm probably losing the fight. Probably losing the fight. Yeah, it turns out January 6th didn't happen. You guys hear that? <laughs> no. Uh, all right, I'm liberal. All right, peace out. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> Wow, a January 6th trope. There's got to be more of those. Really fun. Yeah. Gosh. I'm going to put these other you know, these jokes, you know. Uh, somebody came up with me, uh, came up to me the other day and said, you know, my friend Andrew is bipolar. And I was like, oh, well, has he been diagnosed? He said, no, he's just really mad all the time. And I was like, you sure he's not just really mad all the time because you're going around and telling everyone he's bipolar? <laughs> Anyways, yeah. Wow. What a great St. Patty's Day. Um, we got somebody here I've known for a couple years now. Funny guy. High energy. Please welcome to the stage your next comedian, Brady B.J. Pearson. Thank you, J.W., amazing person, you. Hi, everybody. How are we feeling on Friday? Good, medium. Has anyone had an exciting week? Anybody? Nothing? Nothing exciting is happening for any of you? Oh, my God. That's so sad on a Friday. Well, thanks for coming to see me to make something exciting. Okay. I'm just trying different voices because I'm just kind of bored tonight. It's Friday. Fuck it. You know, um, so, guys, I have a question for you. Straight guys. Straight guys, are the straight men in this room? It, it's my favorite thing in the world to have straight men as a captive audience. Um, some questions for you. What's your problem with cocksucking? Why is it an insult to you people? What is going on with you? Now, guys, quiz, I'm a guy, right? We're doing some guy talk, okay? We're trying to make bridges here. Right, you might have to suck my way across. I'm gonna try to make this bridge happen. So why is it an insult? Is it because we can reach it and you can't? Our mouths can reach and you can't. I mean, guys, guys, seriously, who did not try to suck their own dick? Liar! Liar! 
You have broken the man code. We have all tried to suck our own dick, have we not? Right? We've thought about it. We've wondered, like, why I'm going to let some bitch do it if I can do it my fucking self. We, so we, looked up, we looked it up in Cherry Magazine. At least I did in 1975 edition where this guy actually did it. It was an amazing photo shoot. I was envious. We all tried. So why is it a problem? Why is it an insult? Is there a single guy in this room that would say, with their eyes closed, excuse me, through a hole, right? Through, Please stop sucking my cock. I'm a guy. I can't think of it. Do you really give a shit what's going on the other side of the wall as long as it feels good? I'm, I'm just checking with the guys, right? We're all right here, okay? This is all true. Because like, this whole thing, like, being a faggot makes me not a guy or a man. Right? That, oh, 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 this man says no. Now, despite my beautiful nails, <laughs> some people might contest my manhood, not when my pants are down. I feel so close to you now that I want to share with you a fantasy of the musical that I will never write called Little Orphan Fanny, and here's just a little snippet of it. It goes something like this. <clears throat> Your son will come out tomorrow. Bet will be a bottom and he'll swallow all my cars. He'll be gay, and he won't be lonely. I'll just on his chin. He'll grin and say, Tomorrow, tomorrow, I'll bottom. Tomorrow, it's only a gay away. Thank you. I'm Brady. Someone smells very nice. Is that you? Yeah, it smells really nice up here. Yeah. Wow, this has been fun. I usually ho host like musical open mics, but this is great. I have a bunch of, you know, dirty jokes and stuff. You know the one time a truck driver's a rock star? When he's hauling oats. You know you don't know the band, huh? Okay. All right, we got uh, another we got some more funny people coming up. Please welcome to the stage. We got Michael J. Starks. Is he here? Michael J. Starks is not here, so it looks like we're gonna bring up somebody else that just came in and is on the waiting list. Jan, are you ready to come up? You ready for this? Okay, here she is. First time at Mutiny Radio. Please welcome Shannon here. Hi, my name's Shannon Nilsson. Um, let's see, I am here just to kind of check things out and see how, how it goes here. I don't really have anything to talk about. I guess I kind of do, but I need a topic. Somebody give me a topic. Porn, that's one. All right, we did that. Next. Coronavirus, what? 
Weekends, leopard. I, I got nothing here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I I worry. I worry a lot. I'm I'm not kidding. Um, I worry a lot. I worry about everything. I worry about like what I'm gonna if I'm gonna get up in the morning. <laughs> literally, if um, how I'm gonna get to work? Am I gonna crash or not while I'm doing my makeup? Um, but you know, I worry about my job. I worry about am I doing things right? Um, am I doing things wrong? Uh, I think about literally all the time. What am I doing wrong? What am I doing wrong? And um, and not only that, I have this major fear of people and. I just hate that I have to do this in front of you, but uh, okay. What happens when we die? Everybody that misses you cries. Yes, that's the right answer. Okay, good for you. Um, so I'm worried that when I die, I'm going to be reincarnated. But before I get reincarnated, I have to go to a place and I have to be like, Hey, um, hi, I'm Shannon. Like, I, if I kill myself. Okay, here. I, I, I remembered. I remembered. It's okay. Okay, so I think about killing myself a lot. Not that, you know, it, it's, it's normal, I think, for people to think about killing themselves once in a while. I'm not advocating that in any sense, so please don't sue me or anything. Um, but when I think about that, I think what will you know, the universe or God or whatever, think of me when I do it. Am I going to get in trouble when I get there? Am I going to be like, hey, you know, I'm in the waiting line and then this chick's going to come out and she's going to be like, hey, you know, and like, um, okay, Shannon, um, room five. Okay, great, you know, let's go. And then off we go and she gives me my, uh, like, hotel suite and it's like a holiday inn or something. And I'm like, honey, I think you have the wrong the wrong hotel. Like, I'm more of a Four Seasons kind of gal. Check your list again, if you don't mind. So thank you for listening. This is a perfect walk-up song. Wow. This is great. First time on Beauty Radio. I remember the first time I came up here and did my first set, um, I talked about my poopy pants story for four minutes, and I got the buzzer, and some people thought it was funny. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's, if only w- if one person thinks it's funny, it's great. All right. Okay, so right now, you know who I am? I think I'm looking at him right now. Please welcome to the stage your next comedian. we got Harvey Wolshavon. Okie dokie. Um, so my dad's black, but everyone sees me as a white guy. And that pisses me off. It pisses me off because I'd rather be black. Nice. And that pisses me off because wanting to be black is the whitest thing about me. Like, when I'm undercover, with a bunch of white guys, this question always comes up. <laughs> if you had to be 
if you had to be another race, what race would you be? Always had to be, by the way. Never if you got to be another race or if you could be another race. Always if you had to get off the winning team. Um, and every white guy says black every time. You can tell that my dad's black because he named me Harvey. Now, Harvey is a very white name. It's also a very old name, and that works out to a black name. You see, the more you let a white name age, the blacker it gets. A couple examples like Reginald, like Reggie Watts, or Thelonious, Thelonious Monk, George Washington, Carver, peanut butter motherfucker. You guys know him. All these are like significant black figures in history with old ass white names. And who knows, maybe the opposite is true too. Maybe black names get wider over time. We just don't know because no one's been brave enough to give their little white baby a black name. We should name a white baby Draymond and just see how it goes. Let's see if he grows into it. If he doesn't, no problem. It just means Draymond's not white yet. Kill the baby for now. He's problematic, but we'll try it again in a couple years. Let's see if we can make this a little bit more uncomfortable. Um, I don't like the phrase, black don't crack. And I don't like it because I think it's too generic. Sure, black people might age well, but there's a lot of ways you can crack. I think it's too broad to say black don't crack. Pour a hemplo. Africans are black, and some Africans sold slaves to America. That's some real cracker shit right there. They were cracking pretty damn hard when they did that. Uh, and that's kind of the reason why I don't love when Africans, particularly wealthy Africans from like powerful families, tell me not to say the N-word or that I can say the N-word. Um, to me, it feels like, ironically, the black cracker trying to keep a white brother down. You guys, you guys are with me? All right, cool, that was new. Cool, thanks guys. All right, another time for Harvey. That is a great, you're right, that is an old, that's a nice old fashioned name. It's like aged like wine, for sure. It's great, or a scotch, maybe in a maybe a scotch. Yeah, maybe it is like vinegar. Yeah. All right. So right now we're uh, bringing up your next comedian. Please welcome to the stage. We got Gagan Singh Chada. Yeah. Whenever I go for an open mic, I always ask the host to address me as GD. Because my name is too difficult for you guys. You just saw what happened. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Go get drunk. <laughs> I refuse to recognize my colleagues after 5 p.m. every day because I don't want to work after 5 p.m. So yesterday, 5.30, my manager messaged me, can you close this urgent task? I said, no. I'm looking for a new job now. Uh, Fuck this shit, man. I'm 29, almost. And everybody wants me to get married. I don't, 
it, I don't even have a script for this because these are all real feelings, man. Some of you will understand. Fuck, I don't like marriage. I don't want to get married. You know why? I don't like the word husband. You call me a son of a bitch, I'll be like, oh, you're my friend. You call me motherfucker, I'll say, oh, okay, cool. Call me husband. Hey, mother, watch your mouth, man. Watch your manners. Mind your tongue. Behave yourself. Learn some etiquettes. Don't call me that. Husband. I'm on marriage apps now. You heard me? I'm from India. That's how that shit happens. Marriage apps. Any Indians here? You're from India? You know sh marriage apps? How old are you? 35? I feel you, man. I'm on marriage apps and the only problem is all the profiles of these girls are made by the girls' fathers. What's your name? Shannon, would you like a father to make your Bumble profile? No, you don't. It's okay. <laughs> I'll read a bio for you. Thanks for visiting the profile of my daughter. We are looking for a well-settled and a caring guy. So they don't care if I'm suicidal or I have a mental health problem? No, you just need to have an American visa. Fucking beat this girl every night, we don't care. Just take her out of India because she is desperate to fly international. Damn, I'm good without a script. I'm so single now, I'm so single. I'm so single, I forgot how a vagina looks like. I forgot the anatomy. If you show me a photo of an ear and a vagina, I won't be able to tell the difference. Because I'm single, and this thing does look like a clit. I'm so sick. <laughs> I recently went to a speed dating event, and as I entered, it became a speed rejection event. But you guys need to respect me. You know why? I was recently named the best comedian in my apartment after my roommate left. <laughs> All right. Maddest things really pissing me off. You know, something dangerous happened yesterday. I was near Tenderloin, something dangerous. I saw something really unsafe. It was the self-driving car. Okay, bad joke. All right, thanks a lot, guys. Enjoy the St. Patrick's Day. Back to your host. I really wish I knew his name. All right, one more time for GD. The ear and a vagina, I've never heard those combined, compared together. That, that's a fun open mic thing. That was great. All right. I, uh, is Wally here? I don't see him here. So when we're going to bring our next alternative um, sign up here, please welcome to the stage. I know I've seen you around here before. Your next comedian, John La Lawrence, coming up to the stage here. Look at that. He's, he's shocked. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm Johnny, Johnny Loren. I've been in San Francisco way, way, way too long. Um, on the way over here, I swear to God, this is true. This is not a prop that I brought. I found this book, The Happy Vagina, right? I picked it up, and I swear to God, a really nice-looking woman high-fived me like a minute later. I, I don't know what it is about this book, but uh, I'm going to keep it for now and see if I can learn anything. I thought about giving it to my 12-year-old daughter, and then I thought again. You know, there's just there's the whole pedophile thing is just everywhere, all the time. You know, every day. I'm kind of sick of it. Um, so here we are. 
in San Francisco, California. I'm not sure. Are we the most woke spot on the planet? Are we? Are you sure? I mean, it could be Berkeley. It could be Oakland, right? I don't know. I, I don't know. I know. Uh, I don't know if I'm woke or not. I kind of want to be woke because I don't want to be asleep uh, in the way that they're talking about, you know? I asked my daughter, my 12-year-old, if, if I'm woke. She said, no, I'm definitely not woke, which kind of sucked. Uh, and I suppose she knows. She goes to Willie Brown Junior Middle School. And I think if anybody's going to know about being woke, it would be someone who goes to that school. Um, what else? Uh, you know what's been on my mind and kind of upsetting me is all these big-time comedians who are coming out in support of, like, right-wing dictators. You know, Joe Rogan just came out for DeSantis, you know? And I was like, really? You know, I, I try to like some of these people. Um, you know, I grew up listening to Bill Cosby, you know, and listening to Michael Jackson. Like I said, the pedophile thing is everywhere, all the time, you know? Um, the first comedy record I ever listened to was called I Started Out as a Child by Bill Cosby. And um, I don't know if this is funny or not, um, <laughs> because the story just ends so sadly. You know, this, this great comedian that we all loved and watched for years and years turns out to be like a, a, a terrorist towards women. Awful, awful. I don't know, does that make me woke? I don't know. Anyway, um, this is my first time ever trying this, so I think that's about it for now. I'm gonna, I'm gonna quit while I'm ahead. That was good. First time, really? First time. Mutiny Radio. Open mic. Thank you all for tuning in. We got some more comedy comedians coming at you. Right next on next on the list. Is Ellie here? Ellie left. Okay. She got scared away. Maybe that's what it was. Too many Oh my god, that's freaking all right, so then I, I guess that leaves uh, Albert Lynn coming up here. People got wasted today. That's what it is. People are just sitting back at the bar. They Venmo Pam money though. Oh. All right, where where where? Um, was it? Hey, you know what? It's so funny because I see you on Instagram all the time. And so, how do you pronounce your name? No, that, okay, that's not. Uh, Wait a second here. Um, Deerha, what does that sound right? Yeah, I I know it's spelled um, uh, Diraj. Yeah, is there a Diraj here? Man, we're just rolling in the dough over here, and nobody. Okay, um, Voss. Okay, wow. Um, there's a lot of people that signed up. John Derman, interesting, okay. Paul, the grill master? No? Okay, well, hey, well, I guess I'll just stand up here unless somebody, so do you want to get up here and do something? Yeah, here he is. Newman, coming up here. Uh, yeah, what's up, guys? Um, I got a question first, um, was Wally here for a little bit? 
Okay, okay, that's all right. It's my first question. Second, um, how are you guys doing? Good, good. This is good. Um, I don't know. What do I want to start off with? I um, my parents are immigrants. And it's weird because, like, I told them I want to do comedy for a living, and they're like, that's unrealistic, which is crazy because, like, they overcame the odds and came to this country, but they're like, you can't overcome your odds. You know, that's, that was weird. All right, new one. I, um, let's see what else is there. I, <coughs> I was on a date recently, took this girl out to Taco Bell because that's where I'm at in my life. And it was all right until um this guy, he suddenly starts jerking off in this Taco Bell, which I didn't care for too much because that's kind of like the vibe, you know, it's Taco Bell and SF. It makes sense. But my date, she was really offended. She's like, I can't believe this guy is jerking off to me. And I was like, hey, he could be jerking off to me, you know, like, let's not be close minded here. But um, my date was like, you know what? I'm going to go ask him and find out. And I, like a gentleman, I was like, good luck, you know? And uh, yeah, luckily, uh, nothing horrible happened. She came back and she's like, this guy isn't jerking off to any one of us. He's jerking off to a reflection of himself you can see in the mirror. And I think that's beautiful. You know, that's like self-love. It's Nice. I like that. Yeah, no, I feel like I feel like HGTV is like our way of saying, you know what, fuck poor people, you know. HGTV, that's that's a weird channel. Like, there's a lot of weird. Like, you guys watch that show Fixer Upper? That's a weird show. Cause it's like if you don't know what the gist of that show is, that's a show where someone has a leaky faucet, and their solution is to destroy their entire home and build a new one. That's really what that show is. I feel like if HGTV wants to be more relatable, they need to make a spinoff of House Hunters and just call it Risky Rentals. It's a bunch of 20-somethings and got that closet they stuffed Harry Potter in. It's like, you know what? This is good for me and my four roommates. Like, this is going to be great. Yeah. I also, I don't know. I like, um, I like the Food Network. That's a good one. That's a great way of saying, yeah, we don't care about hungry people either. Like, that's that's fine. Yeah, I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm very, this is very off the top. I don't know what, what should I make a joke about, guys? Give me a subject. That, that's easy. It's got to be like, he's old and leprechauns. Uh, I mean, I do hate Irish people, so that's, <laughs> nah, I don't know. I think on Irish, Irish people, they're, it's crazy, like, they were subject to discrimination, because, like, that's. It's so easy to hide your Irish, you know? Like, if an Irish person came to me and was like, I'm English, I wouldn't fucking know, you know? Like, that's... They didn't have that accent. All right, that's just me. I don't know. Like, I can't go to up to someone and be like, you know what? I'm actually French. Like, that's that's not something I can do. Okay, I don't know if you guys are all Irish. Or I love... S all right, yeah, I'm, I don't meet that requirement. I don't know if you... <laughs> I love St. Patrick's. He's my favorite SpongeBob character, so that's good. Oh, all right. I don't know what I'm going to end with. Um, happy St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah.
All right. Are there any other comedians out there? We got a packed list here. Hey, you want to you want to tell some jokes? No, you're not in the joking mood today. I guess it's just you want to. Hey, why not? No, you're good. You're good. Okay. Um, well, we got a full list here, but uh, I don't know. No one else is here. Oh, sure. I mean, like I'm not a professional, but uh, <laughs> do you want to do that? Is it, does anyone disagree to that? You want to do that? Come on up here. Yeah. Shannon Nelson coming in back. not drinking not drinking sucks this is bullshit anybody that says being sober it gets better it gets better is lying <laughs> oh um. seriously can i get a drink is there anybody here with any alcohol i know it says no alcohol but like somebody's got to have something right okay no? Is that no? Just sneak it to me, please? Drugs? Uh, oh, you know what? You have water? I have like half a Wellbutrin in here. I think I'm going to take that. Ooh. No, I'm serious. Can somebody give me some water? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm lying. I have a full Wellbutrin, but it's like half strength, but it's like if you take it all at once or if you crunch it in your mouth, like it, it hits you like nicely, you know? It, it's not 150. The 150s are, thank you, sir. You are magical. This is a leprechaun right here. You see? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I know they say it doesn't work right away, but I just feel like when I taste it, I feel something. Also, if you stick it under your tongue for it, like really gets in there because you have a vein under under there, and it just soaks. Hold on. Mm. So I just let it soak on under there. It's disgusting, but you get used to it, just like alcohol. Like when you first tasted alcohol, alcohol was disgusting for most people. I fucking loved it because I'm an alcoholic, but <clears throat> that's just me. So. Then I take um, then I take the rest of it. I think I don't. I, I haven't taken this in a while, so we'll see what happens. <sighs> Hopefully, the one under the tongue will hit me soon. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try snorting one later if this doesn't work. Um, have you guys snorted Wellbutrin? Anybody snorted like? How about gabapentin? Like gabapentin? No. Do you want to try one? I have one in my bag. It's right there. And it's not over the counter. It's prescription, okay? Calm down. Jesus. You want to get back up here? Okay. Okay, I have, um, I have jokes that I wrote down in a book somewhere in my, in my bedroom, but I didn't, like, bring them with me. So I'm just like, okay. I, I'm doing one. The one I, I'm trying to work on is um when I said about when I said about the holiday inn. Okay, okay. So so I literally do do this. I I I I always worry about things cuz I just think and think and think. So I'm just I don't know 
you know, like I worry about my life now today and what's going to happen and what am I going to do? What am I going to do wrong? What I did wrong yesterday and what I'm going to do wrong like at this very moment, like all the time, pretty much. That's what goes on in my head. It's a movie and it replays and I'm the star of it and bad shit is happening. Like that's my life. It doesn't matter what, what I'm actually driving or what kind of job I have or don't have. It matters what I'm thinking and what's playing in my fucked up head. So, so sometimes I think about killing myself, right? And um, I work in a tall building, so that is helpful. <laughs> <laughs> to to my fantasy of killing myself, not, you know. Um, but the the thing I worry about literally is if I did kill myself, what would happen? And I don't believe in, like, I'm going to go to hell because I killed myself. Like, I don't really believe in that, okay? I believe in, like, you go somewhere after you die because ca energy can't be created or destroyed. That's, like, a law of physics or some shit. I don't know. Um, but it's true uh google it so if i die what's gonna happen to me am i gonna go to this place i'm gonna go somewhere right and somebody's gonna say something to me like i said like in the waiting room okay give me start thinking of ideas um i'm in the waiting room i'm like you know this woman comes up to me she's like got to be a valley girl like what do you have to do to get that position to get that job as someone that's like, hey, okay, come in. Like, what did she do wrong that she's like, she's got a ponytail and like pink lipstick and shit. But, um, oh yeah, so that's it. So at the end, I'm like, how did you get, even get this job, right? Um, but she's like, hey, come, come, uh, something about like, come to your room, come this way. And I'm like really excited or something. And then she brings me to a room that's like not, it's not that bad, but it's like, it's like a holiday inn or whatever. And then it, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. And then we have a conversation and I'm just like something about a TV. Oh, can I watch, can I watch TV at least? And she's like, yeah, you can watch TV. You have, um, you have like all the channels are of you and all your fuck ups in life. Okay. So you can sit here for the next 40 years because that's how long you were supposed to live before you killed yourself <clears throat> and uh think about what you did okay <laughs> and and i'm just like fuck <laughs> i i fucked up you know i like i did some i i i did the wrong thing okay and she leaves and then and then uh i, I guess that's the end i don't know so next anybody got an idea come up here and yes Okay, okay, yeah. I could just sit around all day and watch TV. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That sounds like a lot of work.
Better idea than his? Good. Let's hear it. No. <laughs> oh, shit. That would be horrible. <laughs> yeah, I went to hell for killing myself. And now I'm not even getting paid. Yeah, I like that. Anybody else? Hi, you guys came in late. That's cool. I'm always late to things. So. It's kicking in. It's starting, but what? Okay, thank you. Yeah, I don't know if I can do that every time. How do you do things every time? Do you literally, like, practice and, and, and like, video yourself? Do, I know we don't say video anymore, but what do we say? Record, yeah. <laughs> and then do it again. Okay. Thank you. Hi, right, so, yeah, so we do the joke workshops on Monday. If you guys don't know about that, that's fun. A little critiquing from your comedian friends or acquaintances. All right, do we have anyone that was on the list that happened to walk in? Albert, okay, I don't know. Hold on a second here. Let me, uh, number 12, yeah, there was a bunch of people that signed up, but people, it's St. Patrick's Day. No. Too many Guinnesses deep at this point. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm trying to actually look for his name at the, on the list. Here. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know how to dig it up. I, I, yeah, there you are, Albert Lynn. Please welcome Albert Lynn to the stage. Hello. How's it going? Um So, I uh let's just uh talk about family stuff. So, I got a lot of Buddhism running my family. Like my uncle, he's a monk, uh, a monkle, and like the thing about him is like he does not like me at all because when I was a kid uh just I mess around with him like he'd be like meditating and I try to like balance stuff on his head and I think when you try to balance something on someone's head I think the one you should start with is a hat I went with stuff that was way too heavy and he knew he knew immediately when it uh it fell and I would just watch him like he he like the thing about meditating is like it's fun it's fun it's calming but what's more calming is watching somebody meditate I think he taught me how to meditate too like but I think like the thing about that is it's more fun watch okay it's more fun watching somebody else do it like cuz when I try to meditate I just get competitive about it so I'd be like looking at him and I'd be like nah man like I'm more present than you right now like I am better at breathing and focusing on the breathing than you and it's not calming at all like it's just stressful anyways yeah he like lives in a cave now he lives in a cave in Thailand and what's crazy about that is that his cave has no front door and if you have no front door in your cave like if you have no front door on your home then your home is basically everybody's home 
Like, because breaking and entering, that's basically just entering. If you got no front door. So, yeah, he's got... I haven't seen him in 10 years. I haven't... He... Yeah. Man, let's see. There's something. Um, my girlfriend. My girlfriend has resting ketchup face. It's when she's resting, I like to put ketchup on her face. And when she wakes up, she's like, I'm bleeding. And I'm like, no, that's Heinz. Don't be dramatic. Don't be. Yeah, I uh, I have nightmares. I can't sleep at night. I have to listen to rain sounds to fall asleep. But it's so hard to find the perfect mix of rain sounds. So, like, lately, I've just been falling asleep to footage of Hurricane Katrina. Sick. That's the, is that one minute left? One, yeah, Hurricane Katrina, that stuff. Um, it's good. It's like the punk rock of rain sounds, if you think about it. Like, I really like to listen to classical music. When, my, when I play classical music, my girlfriend won't sing along to it. And that's why I like that a lot. Like, she is like, what is this? And I'm like, exactly. Like, exactly. You can't sing to this at all. Okay, that's been my time. Thank you, guys. All right. We are coming down to the end of the list here. And... Um, what was your name, man? Keith T? Keith, yeah, Keith like the name. Okay. Please welcome your next comedian, Keith, coming up here. Thank you. Keep it going for John Deere, everybody. <laughs> How you guys doing? You guys doing good? Taking care of yourselves? I'm trying to be healthy. You know, I go to the, g I go to the gym every morning. That's right. Uh, 8 a.m. every morning. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna brag. I'm gonna tell you my workout routine. 8 a.m. Go to the gym, locker room, change into my gym clothes. Then, steam room. Do a good 15 minutes in the steam room. Back to the locker room, change back to my regular clothes. Go back home, smoke some weed, reward myself. You know, it's a good. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, it's a good workout routine. I'm really good at the sauna. I, I, I'm the guy who brings a towel into the sauna you know like the i bring a wet towel i put it on the sensor i yeah i get the steam going oh yeah i'm that guy people love me i was thanking me there's one guy one guy who not a fan he doesn't like me i, I it doesn't matter i'm just trying to give you a description of the guy he, he's an asian guy uh he's an older asian gentleman like 60 years old and he's the only guy who gives me shit about it um about you know putting the but you know, I'm not an asshole. I I can be an asshole, right? I every comic in here has the capacity to be an asshole, right? We but I, I choose I o I'm only an asshole to people who deserve it. I'm only an asshole to other assholes. I'm like the Dexter of assholes. You ever see that TV show Dexter? You No, you don't. You would look like you look like you would like that show. He's a serial killer who only murders other murderers. That's Yeah, that's that's Dexter. I'm like that, but with uh, with assholes, right? I'm, I can be good at it, and uh, but what, a 60-year-old man telling me not to put a, t a wet towel. Hey, come on in. Put a wet towel. There were some people passing by. A wet towel <laughs> over a sensor. You know, he's old. Maybe he doesn't like steam in the steam room. I'm not gonna. That's not. That doesn't meet my code to be an asshole. So I take I take the thing off. Uh, I'm just in the steam room now. It's not much steam, you know, because I'm not getting the steam going. Now a uh, Mexican fellow gets into the steam room, and uh, he starts doing some stretching. 
starts stretching. And then the other guy, the, the cranky guy, doesn't matter what race he is, he's a cranky guy, he goes, he goes, hey, 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 slow down, slow down, you know, and uh, now this meets my code, all right, that's, the, 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 he, he has no reason to tell this guy what to do, so I'm going to let out the assholery on him. Like, I'm, so, I'm sorry, sir. You don't get to tell other people how they get to enjoy the steam room, all right? And I don't mind yelling. I can yell. I've bombed for 45 minutes on stage. I know you guys are looking at me like, this is embarrassing. I don't, I've done this for 45 minutes, just straight bombing the whole time. There's not much that can embarrass you in regular life after that, after you eat shit for 45 minutes doing your dream. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I'm just yelling again. Yeah, he's like, no, but he's. Tr I'm sorry, I don't speak broken English. Get out of here! And the Mexican's like, yeah, I, I was trying to stretch. And then uh, I'm like, get, you're being voted out. Get out of here! He leaves. And then the Mexican guy's all looking at me like, oh my god, thank you so much. I've been dealing with that guy for years. He's just uh, to everybody. He's so rude to everybody. I've never seen him look like that. You embarrassed him. So yeah, I, I'm a good person. That's the story. That's the moral of that story. Um, thank you. Uh, how everybody has a great St. Patrick's Day and give it up for Mr. John Deere, everybody. All right, Keith, way to go. I can't imagine 45 minutes of that. Maybe if I had like a big like cigar blunt. Oh, yeah. That'd be perfect, man. That was awesome. Yeah, okay. So we got Paul, the grill master, in the house. So we're going to welcome Paul to the stage here. Look at that. No, no, they're pretty gathered at this point. I, uh, I got a massive dick. And, uh, oh, yeah, well. I'm up here. Um, it's a real problem. People think that it's all fun and games having such a lo long and girthy one. And let me tell you, it's 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 harder than it looks. That wasn't on purpose, but you you got to savor what you can when you're an open mic comedian. So, um, I don't even know where to begin been hard growing up people think that uh uh just because you have such a, a big one hey kathy we're talking about my dick all right well <laughs> not the first you won't be the last um okay i'm burning time up here so anyway i'll tell you what it gets me into trouble like i was walking out of the gym and I was in sweats. Surprise, surprise. The girl at the front says, stop right there. Take that foam roller out of your pants. Turned around and she blushed. Yeah, I thought we were saving on the electricity today. Okay, turn one on, turn one off. Let me regain my composure. Anthony, I like your mustache today. What'd you do? Did you brush it a little? <laughs> I like your beanie. I don't like a cold head. So that's I wish I had a beanie on, but I got a lot of hair. Anyway. 
tried to get a surgery to reduce the, the length and girth both. Some guys only have one problem, you know, the length or the girth. But mine's just such a package that, I mean, you'd say you get the picture, but it really never fits in just one picture. That was a pun joke. I'm never going to repeat that in my life. Kathy asked me to send a dick pic. I have to take it pano. <laughs> she uh, She's like, oh, can you send me an erect one? Pretty crass and saucy, Kathy. I got halfway up. My phone said memory full. <laughs> now half my dick is floating around in the cloud. Surgery wasn't successful. I'll tell you why. The doctor's fault. He said next time he's going to have to remember to bring a weight spotter. And uh, he's going to try lifting weights in between the next attempt. I said something about a record. I was proud. Hard being me, guys. Lucas Larson's in the back. Um... Lucas, you look like a guy who collects stamps. <laughs> but I know it's more more than that. So, all right, I think that's my time. Thank you guys. Wow, one more time for Paul the Grillmaster here. Wow. The lighting is a lot different now. This uh, this time and the, the the light change is kind of fucking with me a little bit, not going to lie. Yeah, cool. So we got some more comedians that showed up here, which is very exciting. Please welcome up to the stage. We got D-Ra coming up. I like how that guy assumed the J at the end of my name was silent. That's That's not an Indian thing, but... We'll roll with it. Cool, no one liked that riff. That's cool, too. That's cool, too. Weekly scheduled bomb and mutiny radio. Same as always. Uh, so I like going on uh, Instagram profiles from people I went to high school with so I could feel better about my own life. And um, I went on this kid Tyler's Instagram profile, and he was like, yeah. When I was in college, I got addicted to Adderall, and I struggled with that for years. And then, uh, you know, um, I was spending 12 hours a night playing online chess, and I was like, wow. That is the lamest drug addiction story I've ever fucking heard, dude. Like, this guy was, a, like, was such a nerd, he turned to drugs, and then he became a bigger nerd. Like, that's not how drug addiction is supposed to work. And like now that, that, that was my first thought, but because I'm an innovator, I uh, started to think, you know, maybe this is the guy we should be bringing to high schools, you know, because the, the problem with kid like anti-drug problems is that drugs are too linked with coolness. But if you just brought a fucking nerd like this, everyone's going to be like, wow, dude, I do not want to do drugs. I'm going to go prepare for the SATs. That sounds like a good idea right now. Like, uh, 
Maybe we can find some guy who like does cocaine to prepare for mock trial or some shit too, you know? Model UN, I don't know. Some some dork is basically the point here. Some more dorks. But um yeah, dude, like uh so someone came up to me at work the other day and he was like, "Hey man, are you from India?" It's like, "Dog, what part of India do you think people come out sounding like this?" You think it's like, oh, yeah, most of India, you're going to get the standard Indian accent, but there's this one I region in Uttar Pradesh where everyone sounds like a SoCal white boy. Like, it's, it's weird. It's weird. Like, they speak a weird dialect of Hindi over there. Everyone's just like, namaste, bro. It's weird. Like, someone left a Red Hot Chili Peppers CD over there in 1991. Just changed the whole culture. Californication, you might call it. But, um, yeah, let's see what else we got. Uh, so uh, uh, anti-Semitism, anti-Semitism, that's still relevant, right? Um, yeah, no, it's, it, it, it's been shitty, but, like, it's been shitty for me especially, you know, just because I own Yeezys and I own Kyrie Irving basketball shoes that I can't wear anymore. Yeah, no, it, it sucks because, like, you know, like, I like both those shoes. And I also learned the founder of Adidas was also a Nazi, which makes me think there's some kind of link between anti-Semitism and making really good footwear. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I was like an American soldier and I walked into Hitler's bunker, like after he died, like the first thing I'd say is like, oh shit, hell yeah, we got him, you know? The second thing I'd say, like the second thing I'd do is I'd see if his shoes were my size, you know? Because I'm trying to look fresh when I get home, you know? Like, people be like, damn, dude, where'd you get those kicks? And why do they have swastikas on them? I'd be like, oh, it's a Hindu thing. Don't worry about it. A niche Hindu joke for y'all. But, yeah, you guys have been great. Give it up for yourselves. Happy St. Patty's. I didn't think my woman would do something like this to me. Didn't think my girl had wow, this is a hell of a time to start off a St. Patrick's weekend here at an open mic. Yeah, this guy's as green as it gets right here. It's the only thing that's greener than John Deere is um, an A's uh, uniform here. All right, cool. Yeah, so we got everyone here. Please welcome to the stage your next comedian. We got Voss coming up here. Kind of in his book here. What's your, do you guys know your love languages? Gifts? Uh, money. Oh, I like that money. It's a new one. That's a sixth love language. Uh, no, my, my love language is physical touch and words of affirmation. Uh, more specifically, physical touch in this region. And uh, call me daddy. Um, if you do both my love languages at the same time, something special will happen. Um, I, I will come. Uh, that's my come language. What's your come language? Take a Facebook quiz. Find out. Um, <laughs> is, that, is that the reaction to me coming? Ugh. Yeah, that is. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've heard that a few times. Um, I, uh, I lost 60 pounds this year. 
all muscle. Yeah, it was a rough year. <laughs> I used to be, you should have seen me last year, I was super hot. Uh, but, you know, I'm still all right, but not like last year. <laughs> last year was really good. Uh, yeah, no, I, I lost, I had to lose uh, a lot of fat because I was, di I was diabetic. And uh, the way I lost it, I did a lot of hit exercises. I would go to the park. And the, the way it works is you do seven minutes. It's broken up in 30 seconds. Every 30 seconds, you go up to someone and you hit them. And you have to run away for the next 30 seconds. <laughs> and by then, there's hella people chasing you. So you get, <laughs> you lose a lot of weight. Uh, yeah. I, would also, I also did yoga. Yoga's great. It, it, was, it was peaceful. The only thing I don't like about yoga is that there's a time where the, the teacher tells you to do a little bit more of a stretch. Like, if you want to do a little bit more of a stretch, just a little bit, all you have to do is take your left leg and put it above your fucking shoulder and break your ankle and spin that foot around and until you're flying like a helicopter. And some of you may not be able to do the stretch. It's just totally all right. What I would like you to do is a modified stretch. Take both hands, put to the sides of your body, and stand there like a fucking asshole while everybody else flies away. You fucking loser. Your dick in your hand. That's a <laughs> word for word what she says. Is that the minute horn? <laughs> it's the minute horn. <laughs> it's the most like <laughs> condescending minute thing left. <laughs> Fuck you, get off, clown. Uh, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, I, uh, I also, to, to relax, I, I would do, I want to go to a retreat, uh, but it kind of seems like a lot. There's a vipassana. That you have to go to a retreat, and you're not allowed to talk to anyone. You can't even look into their eyes. Uh, you know? If you look in their eyes, you're in trouble. Like, oh, my God. Were you just looking at my face? Keep your eyes down here. Look at my tits. You fucking disgusting human. Look at my big juicy tits. And then you they squeeze them. Here. Don't be a perv. <laughs> All right, I don't know what I'm saying. You guys have been great. Go to her house one more time. <laughs> All right, we got some people pouring in here. It's pouring in. That's great. So, what's your, uh, Scotty, Scotto, what's your uh, love language? Spanish. Giving or receiving? All right, cool. So, um, yeah, we got some more funny people coming up. Please welcome your, uh, to the stage, your next comedian. We got Lucas coming up here. Look at that, it's Russian. Thank you. As Paul said, I look like someone who collects stamps. But I actually collect bottles of hot sauce. <laughs> and like I collect bottles of hot sauce because I like like whenever I eat something spicy, I like to display it as a trophy. <laughs> and I Taste the hot sauce by taking a toothpick and dipping it in, tasting the toothpick. And I've never made it past the toothpick phase. 
So every bottle I've ever bought in is a lifetime supply for me, my kids, and my kids' kids. I actually got into hot sauce collecting because of my dad, my second generation hot saucer. <laughs> because my dad was like, yeah, be a man, bottle up all your pain. I'm like, hell yeah, okay. <laughs> Most people can't tell, but I work out a lot. <laughs> I work out at 24-Hour Fitness because personally, I work out a lot harder if I feel in danger. And like, if you watch the security, like I've never been to prison, <laughs> but I have been to 24-Hour Fitness at 1 a.m. And if someone watched the security footage of me working out at 1 a.m., it would look like an episode of Scared Straight. Like I would rather <laughs> go to prison than use the 24-hour fitness steam room. <laughs> Oh yeah, we have two people that are also 24-hour fitness <laughs> enthusiasts. <laughs> I, also, uh, I also do yoga, and yoga like has poses with names you would think are yoga names, like Happy Baby. And they also have names with poses with really aggressive names, like Warrior One, hands above your head, Warrior two, hands out. Warrior three, standing on one leg. And I don't know why they're called warrior poses, because in the history of physical combat, all three of those poses are gonna get your ass kicked. <laughs> like, I've never been in a fight. <laughs> this fight coming to 24-hour fitness. <laughs> But I know you don't want to start with your, both your hands above your head. <laughs> you don't want to start with your arms out <laughs> unless one of them is holding a sword. <laughs> you really don't want to be balancing on one leg <laughs> because then you could be defeated by a strong gust of wind. Thanks, everyone. I'm Lucas Larson. Good job for your host. Oh, yeah. 24-hour fitness. I know all about that. I remember uh, one time during the, it was like 2019, me and, um, you know, a friend of mine, you know, we thought it would be fun to go to 24-hour fitness to the, the jacuzzi that they have. I remember just being really grossed out the whole time. <laughs> I was like, why did I do this? This is bad. All right. Please welcome to the stage your next comedian. We got Kathy coming up here. Look at that. She's going to stream. Thank you. By the way, your shoe is broken. I was staring at it. <laughs> Need some gel. Uh, so happy, happy St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, this is my, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, everyone is talking about love language. Uh, you know, as I mentioned, my love language is money. Yeah, you give me money. Yeah. 
like, how do I love money? Uh, like, what's your favorite food? Soul food? Okay, soul food. What's your favorite food? Pasta. Cool. My favorite food? My favorite food is free food. And also, you know, like I was looking at your beautiful A screen hat. You know, it's awesome. Because, you know, in Chinese culture, if you wear a green hat, that means your wife is having an affair. But it's okay. I don't think you can afford a wife. Uh, so, yeah, I, I grew up in China. And uh, sorry, I forgot my balloon today. <laughs> Uh, you know, anyone, anyone listen to K-pops? Yeah, yeah, well, our only young kid here, yeah, yeah, great, yeah. So I think you probably already realize I have something in common with BTS, our English. And also, any Jewish guys here tonight? Great, yeah, <laughs> I can tell this joke. <laughs> So like uh, there's a guy like he told me he's a quarter Jewish, a quarter Jewish. So I guess they stopped at a quarter during his circumcision. Basically means his three quarters and circumcised. So this a quarter Jewish guy asked me, Cassie, don't you think the logo of Tesla look like your IUD? Hmm. I told him, either one, you cannot afford it. Because you are only a quarter Jewish. By the way, I have a lot of respect for Jewish culture because, you know, um, Chinese, Jewish, we have a lot in common, right? Like, we both think we are the chosen ones. And yes, we were the chosen ones to be expelled from one country. And also on Christmas, you will not get any gifts from any of us. Because on Christmas Day, the Jews are too busy eating Chinese lunch. While the Chinese are too busy making money from the Jews eating Chinese lunch. Uh, so, uh, you know, now, uh, now I live in uh, San Francisco, um, you know, I just feel like it's really hard to date, right? It's hard to date because living in the city, you are either working in a technology company or homeless. <laughs> and if you got laid off recently or have some deposit at SVB, you know you are in between. So that makes my dating life is like one day with a mathematician, one day with a magician. And also, like, you know, I live in a super tiny apartment. It's really not good for dating. How tiny is my apartment? If you and your imaginative wife move into my apartment tonight. In my bedroom, you can only have two positions. 
69 or 96. That's actually, to me, only one position because I'm dyslexic. Well, uh, you know, like I live in the city, I just find that um, I, um, I live right by a fire station. I feel it's like the fire siren is so unhealthy and uh, noisy, right? It's like every time it's a hey, we deserve something better, more progressive, right? We're all San Franciscans. So I should say, if next time a girl called 911, hey, um, my boyfriend's trying to set fire on my house, you should not play the rara rara siren. You should play, this girl is on fire. This girl is on fire. Right? Everyone in the city will know what is happening. And a lot of white people probably will start praying for her. Yeah, so normally at this moment, there'll be an um, ambulance following the fire truck. I hate ambulance, I hate the siren. I was like, are you really trying to save a person's life? Or want to give this person another round of heart attack? So I should say, let's send some affirmative songs to this girl who's suffering, right? For example, we should play, I'm a survivor, I'm not a give up, I'm a survivor, keep on surviving. Sorry, I forgot the lyrics. Um, but you got my point, right? Just think about this. This system implemented into our whole siren system Right? The survival rate of San Francisco will go up. If you don't believe it, try it. So now at this point, the fire has been put off. The girl has survived. Now comes our placement. Right? There's the guy who's like, hey, Captain Jeff, uh, we find a suspect. Uh, he's black. Go into a car and get after him. At this moment, don't play the world siren. Don't play the place normal siren, right? Give some clear signal to our placement. Do you know which song we should play at this moment? Every step you take, every move you make, every bone you break, every black you beat, I'll be watching you. Thank you. A clear message to our placement, Black Lives Matter. Right, just think about that. If we have this system, nobody in San Francisco will get depressed, right? You don't need to go to your therapist. You feel down, you just go to Tenderloin. Thank you so much. This is Cassie Wow, that's great. I never actually seen Beyonce become part of a uh, comedic skit. It was really cool. It was really, yeah. I slept in a big thing of dog shit, actually. <laughs> I, like, I was coming out here, I'm like, oh man, I can't walk into the station with these dog shit shoes, so I changed my shoes at the last second. Um, oh my gosh. Yeah, really, uh, thanks for coming out. And um, we got some other, some couple funny people for you closing out here. 
And uh, please welcome to the stage your next comedian, Dominant, coming right up here. I said it right, right? Dom, Dom. All right, all right. Good times, good times, yeah. Sub mutiny. That was a good set. Get up for, what's her name, Kathy? Got her big ass head. There's fucking watermelon. <laughs> Who can? And then California is just a setup, 50% gone. You think people in Tenderloin are homeless because they want to? No, they had a wife. <laughs> they had a wife. 50% in California just like nothing. She's just a piece of shit. Like you'd be sickened just meeting this fucking person. Not always, but a lot of the time. So uh, I'm trying my set for the first time really without my fucking notes. I'm terrible and I'm trying to learn how to tell my fucking jokes without my notes and it's true because it fucking rhymed so uh yeah I'm from a dangerous part of the East Bay called the East Bay and it's petty as fuck the motto over there should be none for all and all for one uh you know I going back to the East Bay after spending the day in San Francisco it's like crashing like super hard off fucking drugs you know I mean it's a downgrade going from grand openings to grand closings and shit like it really is nothing's nothing's there fucking just terrible terrible shit like good drugs are there you want something good in fucking the east bay the drugs those will have you flying to the fucking moon like god damn that was weed son fuck <laughs> so um you know it's just a terrible place and um this is what I'm talking about. It's like, God damn it. Um, closings. And so, like, I saw some my East Bay friends. They're on Facebook, and, you know, they're dressed up, ready for basic bitch night out. And the post read, you know, go outside and enjoy your life. I thought to scroll past that thinking, hell no, I'm going to stay inside, avoid high-speed chases and gunfire. Yeah, but good luck not getting raped tonight, you know. Yeah, like I used to go over to uh, Lake Merritt like a lot. Used to love Lake Merritt. It's been almost a year and a half since I've been over at Lake Merritt. Last time I was over there, I saw someone in the lake uh, sailing in a modified dinghy with flamethrowers and cannons and a sail that said, nobody's lives matter. God damn. It's true, but yeah. And so I was just talking about right now that I'm from the East Bay. And, uh, you know, one of the very few things that I like doing over there is going over to the beach and enjoying views of San Francisco. But I always think, what a horror the Salesforce Tower is. What a fucking disgrace that piece of shit is, you know? Like, yuck. Ugh. You know? Um, oh, crap. You know, It's raped to my eyes, you know? And I always end up thinking, like, Design teams having brainstorming ideas to come up with ideas for the, represent the future of San for the future of San Francisco, you know. And the team leaders thinking to themselves, ask everybody the question, you know, what incorporates the city? What can we really do to, you know, put our mark on this thing? Ta-da! We now have a sundial for a cock, you know, a cock for a sundial, you know, it's cock around the clock, yeah, it's cock around the clock. It's, un it's unbelievable, yeah. All right. You know, um, 
I'm really glad there's only like three people here tonight. <laughs> this is cock around the clock. Um, you know, and my problem with this structure is that, you know, it has a dick tip for crying out loud. One of my problems with the structure is it has a dick tip for crying out loud. That can be seen from Vallejo for crying out loud. And that's two problems, actually. Nothing's left to the imagination at all. Um, you know, what they should have done, if they're going to go in that direction, they should might as well just slap the pair of nuts on it, you know, and just call it a fucking day. Build two glow buildings right next to each other at the base of the tower. You know, yeah. At least would have been kind of ballsy, at least, you know. Uh, but the... Um, one second. I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So what's going to be cool is that the vi the when the it happens when the next earthquake takes place, the tower is going to turn into the world's largest vibrator. And speaking of large vibrators, the Salesforce tower would make a good vibrator. A dildo. Uh, its size, its sleek design, its ribs for one's pleasure, and maybe you can get yourself a Koi Tower butt plug for 50% off while supplies last. Now the architect, true story. This is a true story though. You didn't hear that before. Yeah, this is a good joke. I just don't know how to memorize shit. God damn it. <laughs> this is, can go on for days and days and days. That Salesforce tower is such a piece of fucking shit. True story here. So the architect, what he said is he wanted something tall, something big at the same time, polite and appropriate. True story. Yeah, that's what rich bitches say when they go dildo shopping. Okay, yeah. All right, so I fucking fumbled my way through that Floyd, Floyd, Forrest Gump style and shit like that. Everybody give it up for your fucking host, JW, who knows music like a motherfucker. Damn. That was great. Wow. Quartar butt plug. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so you know what is... um. You know, in Oakland, the, the, talking about the East Bay. So what? So what I heard, what I heard in the East Bay, they don't call it an open container; they call it an Oakland container. You can just bring anything you want in there. We are winding down. We got your headlining comedian tonight. <laughs> Please welcome to the stage. We got Kapani Kirkland coming right up. Thank you so much. Um, first of all, thank you all for sticking around. Um, thank you for offering your beer. That was so kind. Um, okay, everyone repeat after me. Woo! Woo! Thank you. That's called call and response. Um, I really like what you've done in here. Um, it sort of reminds me of my roommate's um, OnlyFans setup because we have the lights, the open door, four to five people watching, the whole thing's recorded, it's super nice. Anyway, so I'm Kapani. I'm actually from Minnesota. I'm from the suburbs of Minnesota. So catcalling is actually a pretty novel concept to me because I grew up as a child laborer on my parents' farm from the ages of five to 17. That's a joke. I was just a kid. <laughs> anyway, I moved out here, and I experienced for the very first time men that would stand on the street corner and go, good morning, beautiful. And I just went, oh, thank you. <laughs> like, I don't know how you're supposed to respond to a cat call, um, but I don't think it's turning into a Mickey Mouse character, right? Um, I, I suppose my issue is I just, I don't really know how to respond to compliments like that. Like, I think... 
if it were something that like complimented my skill set, like "Good morning, lady," you look like you're really organized or something. Like I think that I I feel like that I could process, right? Um, as you may have deduced, um, I'm a woman. Um, I have I have a vagina, um, which means I went to the gynecologist for the very first time last month. Um, and it was interesting. It was it was horrible. It was fine. Oh, thank you. That are you? What is that? I uh, no. <laughs> okay, okay. I, I I will gladly read it. I'm a reader. I love reading. Um, but anyway, so so I get on the Muni bus. I get into Kaiser Permanente. I go up to the seventh floor and I walk in. And the receptionist says, "Would you like to get your pap smear today?" And I was like, "Okay, sure. Don't mind if I do." And she's like, "That'll be fifty dollars." $50. And I don't know about you, but personally, I think it's crazy that they charge $50 up front without seeing whether or not I have cancer. Like, honestly, I think, like, if I'm going to be coming back to the gynecologist every couple months or something, there should be, like, a frequent flyers thing. Or, I don't know, a cervical cancer punch card. Come 10 times, get the 11th one free. But Honestly, like, if I wanted to stick a pair of tongs up my vagina, I could have done this at home for free. Like, I don't need to be here. Anyway, so, 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 I'm in the, I'm in the gynecologist's room. I'm standing there, shirt on, pants off. And I, and for a second, I felt so free. Right? Shirt on, pants off, ass to the wind. And I finally understood why men flash women in the Redwood City Savers parking lot. I finally understood it. I was like, the adrenaline rush is palpable. It's like doing an open mic for five people on a Friday night. <laughs> um, I was, I like, honestly, like the adrenaline almost made up for the fact that I was getting a pair of tongs stuck up my Amy Coney Barrett. That is the nickname I gave to my vagina because it has one shoulder length blonde hair and two, a very firm grip on the Harvard Law Federalist Society, ideologically, of course. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I, 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 I have a roommate, and she started dating this guy. He's very woke, like communist, you know, doesn't shower. Um, and, and they've actually got into a disagreement re recently because uh, he wants to be polyamorous. She doesn't. And so she said, I have trust issues. It's really important to me that you're the only you're, I'm the only person you're having sex with. And he said, it's part of my identity to sleep with multiple women. And she was like, I have tr it's part of my identity to trust my partner. And he says, I hear you, I see you, I'm not a bad guy, right? I, I see you, I'm not a bad guy. I would just like to have sex with as many other people <laughs> as possible. And honestly, is that, what, is that what dating's like these days? If you want to date a woke heterosexual man, do you have to just... I don't know, be okay with the fact that he wants to have sex with as many other women as possible? I mean, I mean, honestly, like, my experience with dating men is limited to just one, just one. But I thought I just had to sit there and get lectured to about um, George H.W. Bush's re-election campaign. Also pro-life rhetoric. Yes, he was a conservative pro-life guy. I don't talk about that very often. But I thought, I thought, that, was, I thought that was all you had to sign up for when you, when you dated, dated a man. Um, I think that's all I have. I can do another bit. Do I? Oh, I have time. I have time. I have time. Okay, I'm just gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna quickly look at my notes. I thank, thank, thank you for letting me do this. This is so much fun. Um, oh, this one's. Oh, <laughs> thank you. This one's kind of lame. So tell me if, if you guys have notes for it. Uh, let me know. But um, 
during the pandemic, I um, decided I would work on my people skills by creating imaginary people to have conversations with in my head. One of them was my therapist. Her name is, hi, I have 30 seconds left if you want to listen to me tell a joke. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. I'll start from the beginning. I'm Kapani. What's your name? Hi, it's nice to meet you. Okay, so... So I, so I said, you can give me notes on this if you'd like to. It's very call and response. We did that at the beginning. We said, woo. I said, woo. And everyone said, woo. It was call and response. It was very cool. So, 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 so during the pandemic, I started to lose my mind, right? And, and I was like, this is a very good time to work on my people skills. So I created imaginary people to have conversations with in my head. One of them was my therapist. Her name was Eve. She went to historically women's college. Historic. They're not turfy. And she was married to an oral hygienist. She was kind of boring. But anyway, I, I sit down, I take off my socks, I take off my shoes, which is how she knows I'm ready. So she says, Kapani, what brings you into my office today? And I said, why, thank you, Eve. That's a very good question. It's very interesting, really. I keep on having conversations with imaginary people in my head. I thought we could unpack that. That's it. That's the whole joke. Seriously, notes. Okay, thank you. Thank you for letting me go on. Uh, that's that's it. JW, you're great. You all are great. All right, that is your headliner tonight. This has been really fun. I was uh, a friend of mine. I went to go see his band play last Tuesday at the Knockout, and so they were headlining. And um, I was talking to him. I was like, hey, you guys are headlining. He said, yeah, that's what you call going last on a Tuesday night. <laughs> Are you a com are you a funny person? Oh, you, you want to come up here and tell some jokes? You got a funny story, like a shitty pants, a shitty pants story or something? All right, what was your name? What was your name again? Coolin is coming up to the stage right now. Hi, uh, my name is Kulin. Um, that was my first joke. My, my, my parents are It's true. Um, <laughs> um, Kulin Hills of Sky, it's a place I've never gone. Um, oh, sorry, yeah. Kulin uh, Hills of Sky, it's a place I've never gone. Um, uh, <laughs> Yeah, um, I guess today was, uh, good, um, I sp huh? I was, it was good, I guess it was, it was not great, I meant to come here earlier than I spent, uh, 20 minutes, uh, looking for parking, um, it's <laughs> not great, uh, and then I, uh, um, <laughs> uh, I'm from Davis, California, um, it's, it's, Close by, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um this is uh this is just this is a, it's not that cold. It's not that cold, it's just uh, uh so you can't see how much I'm sweating. That's <laughs> um uh thank you for having me. Um <laughs> um uh, um, I I go to school in uh school up in Ohio. It's called Oberlin. It's like 
Overland, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <wow>. <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was good. It was strange. Um, <laughs> at Overland, no, not impossibly. That'd be really fun if we were at Overland, because um, there is a lot of lesbians. But, <laughs> uh, uh, it's small. Uh, liberal arts school. Um, a lot of kids with rich parents, I guess. Um, no, no, I was <laughs> not the cool kid. Um, um. <laughs> Uh, from Ohio? Um, I guess in the area I was in, uh, yes. Um, but I, I don't, I didn't think that was applicable to all of Ohio. Um. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> right. Um. Uh. Uh. Uh, definitely not super smart. I think just a, a regular kid. I think not, not yeah, not quite made fun of enough to be super smart. Not quite cool enough to be super charismatic. Somewhere in between, I guess. Um, I did. I did have some friends. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Sorry. Yeah. Um, uh, my name's Shannon. I'm going to interview him. I think we've established that, though. Okay. Yeah, keep drinking, man. Drink one for me, because I uh, can't. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you said your name is... Here, let's go like like this. Oh, no, 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 no. Let's go like this, because we're face the... Uh, we're just practicing. We're just doing a doing a little bit here. Um, yeah, so, so you're from Ohio. Okay, so I was made fun of, like, but not for being too smart. Shut the... F Front door, guys. <laughs> He's like, get off the stage. Okay. So um, so I was made fun of, but like you, what did you do? What did you do? And like, what was your role in school? Did you play sports or did you, like, what was your thing? I, I guess I. You're doing a great job. Would you consider having sex with a woman? Uh, I, I might consider it. It would be, you know, a great experience. I think it would be a great experience. Like now, like tonight. Tonight? Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I guess, yeah. Um. <laughs> he has a big dick, so I'm just, I'm just asking questions here, maybe. Right, yeah, no, the, yeah. I guess yeah. We can get to know each other. Right, yeah. Right. <laughs> I, I like it. Thank you for calling that out. I didn't notice. And I really should have. <laughs> um, so tell us about your experience in school. Um, well, uh, I guess there is a, a lot of talking about my dick, which is great. Oh. But <laughs> did they talk about your dick in school? No, no, I, they, they didn't. I mean, not not an, on hours. No. Um, ah. um, <laughs> <laughs> um, my my experience, I was it was it was great. It was great school. Um, <laughs> um, my school sucked just in case you were wondering because I'm asking you questions but you haven't asked me anything but then I am the interviewer so that makes sense but just in case you were you know wondering 
because I'm a really interesting person. So you might want to ask me a question too right. if you want. Uh, I'm just saying. Um, I didn't go to school. I went to. Uh, I grew up on a commune, so we just like ran around naked a lot and like picked berries and stuff and made fun of each other. <laughs> uh, that that does sound awesome. Um, that does sound great. Yeah, I started having sex really young, though. I was, like, five years old. So um, maybe that's too young. I'm going to say I was, like, 12 years old. <laughs> that's, not a, that's not that funny. Kidding. <laughs> okay. Oh, I love drinking. That's my favorite. Moving on, but we're gonna pretend. Still. Could you hear me? What did you no, drink? No. Like beer? Did you or did you get hard liquor? Testing, testing, testing. No, nothing. Oh yeah. It was basically a picture. It was a real, real. Boy swarm, can I drop the bomb? Oh yes, I can. Move with the goose, move like Gigi Dan. Who is the man, that kid there? Who is the chick with the pick in her hair? Angela or uh, Davis, and we roll like Avis. Rent a car, kid, there you are. You know where to find me, whenever you need me. If you know the app, follow the path to the land of the aftermath. But don't frolic in the mix, crazy-ass Brooklyn kids. Cause they always throwing a body on my lawn. Thank you all for uh, for tuning in. I got I got a little song for you. I'm gonna play, close it out. Happy St. Patrick's Day. Come with me and you'll be in a world of pure imagination. Take a look and you'll see into imagination will begin with a spin traveling the world of my creation what we'll see will defy explanation if you want to view paradise simply look around and view it anything you want to do it you want to change the weather's other too there's no life I know Pass to pure imagination, living there you'll be free. If you truly wish to be, truly wish to be. If you want to view paradise, simply look around and view it. Anything you want to do it, want to change the weather's other too.
view paradise Simply look around and view it Anything you want to do it Want to change the world, there's nothing to it Thank you all. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> Patrick Namaste. Every Monday at 6 p.m., it's Joke Workshop, streaming live on mutinyradio.fm. Lift the veil from your third eye on joke creation and what it takes to be a stand-up comic in the five shakasanas of San Francisco's comedy scene. This all-ages open mic invites comedy Oh, pre-sign by Venmoing 2 to $5 at Mutiny Radio. Join us live for a small and special audience at the Mutiny Radio studio and gallery performance space, 2781 21st Street, at Florida Street in the deep, deep, deep mission. Every Monday at 6 p.m. Does my ponytail look cool? Thank you. Namaste. Tuesday used to be the most unlikely night for fun. But every week at 6 p.m., come to OMG's Tuesday Open Mic. And see comics work out new material for free. For free. They get your Tuesday night party on with two-for-one well drink specials during the 6 to 8 p.m. show. Check out Eventbrite to reserve your free seat every Tuesday, 6 p.m. At OMG on Savory 6th Street. Savory 6th Street. Show up to go up. Come watch your favorite John Hughes 80s films through a whole new lens. We'll have the subtitles on and the volume low while a panel of feminists critique these beloved movies that shaped a generation with sexist, classist, homophobic, racist plots and characters and settings along with a healthy dose of damage property. Hosted by staunch feminist Pam Benjamin at Mutiny Radio, join us 215 for 16 Candles with Warren Kraut and Emma Brennan. 
3-1, The Breakfast Club with Spencer Devine and Dominic Delgadillo. 3-15, Pretty in Pink with Nina G and Allison Reynolds. And 3-28, Some Kind of Wonderful with Mel Michelle. Hey, it's really exciting. We're going to be here. 278 121st Street screening John Hughes Films with you. 6 o'clock every other Wednesday, Mutiny Radio.